0: On a high plateau, decorating the sacred origin island, where centuries ago a great temple once stood, there is now a ruined garden. Here, and here alone, grows the flower that, it is said, stirred the heart of a famous conqueror and inspired them to lay down their sword. It is said that the sword remains, buried under a carpet of gold. Welcome to Sword of Symphonies. I am your host, King Cat, the one who was foretold in the prophecy. And with me are Kirsten.
1: Hi. I don't have a bowl of popcorn today, but I have a mug of coffee as big as my head. I think that counts. Horrible. Also with me, Kathleen.
2: I'm not sure if I was prophesized or not. I'm probably apocryphal.
0: That makes sense. And Nick is here. Nick is here as well. I'm also here. Great, excellent, good intro.
3: Best intro. I mean, there was the time I declared
0: myself a real goblin.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good.
3: I've done some crimes. I mean, who doesn't want to? Who doesn't want to be a goblin?
2: It's very now. It's a very. It's a very kind of like late 2010s kind of vibe being a goblin.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like I'm a tiny trash person with no impact on the world.
3: It's it's a it's the big zeitgeist at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're all trash monsters and that's beautiful when you think about it.
3: <laughs> Very.
0: So, you three trash monsters are uh, enjoying a leisurely breakfast at the checkerboard lodge. When last we saw our Heroes? Heroes. <laughs> they rescued Clara from the escape route of the South Wind and almost got out without alerting the Radiant Prince to their escape. Sorry. But some quick thinking by Cobb got everyone out safely.
3: It was fun and adventurous and exciting. It was.
0: And then uh, the party resumed their negotiations with the Aurora Legion and. Um, decided to sleep on it. Well, Clara looked at retrofitting the, um, the ship she'd built. And it is breakfast time. Yeah. As usual at the Checkerboard Lodge, there's a pretty large breakfast spread. There's all kinds of pastries. There's definitely some cakes, some just real good cakes. Um, cured meats are pretty much a worldwide breakfast staple, so those are definitely are definitely on the
3: table. Mm -hmm. Does coffee exist in this setting?
0: I mean... Yeah, you know what? Okay, yeah. It does. Coffee exists in every setting. Nice. Yeah. The reason I had to think about that, listener, is because I know Nick is mentally keeping track of all the plants I introduced so he can gotcha me
3: later. (laughs) Look. It's called world building, cat.
0: I am going to get on a plane... And I'm going to kick your ass.
3: I'm still going to be right, though. I will be beat up, but I will be right.
0: <laughs> How noble of you.
3: Most noble. So,
1: what are you guys having for breakfast? Are you guys eating together? Yeah, I'd say we would probably be eating together. We have know each other decently well by now. And Penelope definitely has a plate of food that Definitely, she did not go to the buffet to collect.
2: Are you? Is, is it mostly just being grabbed from the two of us? Are we aware that we just have to grab two of everything whenever if we want one of it? Are you sort of like sampling from everyone else's, like everyone else around the lodge's, like plates? What's going on here?
1: Probably from the people sitting near me's plates. So you guys are probably aware that this is just the thing that happens by now. That what I. What is your subtlety? Oh, not subtle at all. That's what I one. thought.
3: Very bad.
1: Oh yeah,
0: you don't like to sneak. Well, no, you're just bad at it. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, maybe being brazen is how you get around that.
0: Oh, everyone's just, just act too like stunned. it's
3: your yeah, act like it's your food, and people just believe it.
0: Yep. Wow. Make it till you make it.
3: Yeah, it's called using daring to lie.
0: <laughs> Good. Excellent. So, um, while you guys are watching helplessly as Penelope annexes your breakfast. Something else occurs. A literal gauntlet is thrown onto the table. The plates and cups and silverware clatter around at the weight of this piece of actual armor, making impact with the dinner table.
3: Uh, um, rude?
0: No, you're rude, says the gauntlet's owner. And it is Clara Gaius Ascendant, and she reaches down to, to pick her gauntlet back up. challenge you
3: which one of us
0: mostly just you and grabby
3: um okay to what A,
0: a race what kind of race nobody looks down on my work and gets away with it my ship is the fastest that there is and i'll prove it
3: oh yeah your weird nerd boat
0: Don't call it that. My state-of-the-art masterpiece, thank you. And you'll learn it the
1: hard way. I don't like being on boats. No, boats are (sighs) good. It's, it's like,
2: no, you've never been in the desert either, have you? (laughs) Uh, It's like flying,
1: but no, I guess. It's better
3: than flying.
1: No, it's claustrophobic and dark and. Smelling.
2: Most ships haven't been underwater for...
0: And, like, Clara looks kind of blankly at you as you say that, because, like, that wasn't even the issue here. The <laughs> issue was this particular boat. But your hatred of all boats is just mystifying. <laughs> and then she realizes pretty quickly that it is Cobb that she needs to address here. <laughs> I've already spoken to my commanding officer about it, and he has agreed to make arrangements for you to borrow a ship.
3: Oh? Really? Mm-hmm. Borrow, you say?
0: He said you'd say something like that.
3: Yeah, he was right. Well... So, so, a race, then, is it? Where to? Origin Island.
0: First to come back with a Conqueror's Coin wins. What's the prize? It, it's, it, it's for honor, Grabby. Do you, do you know what?
3: Ah, it sounds fun. Besides, I haven't been on. Uh, been a little while since I've been able to work the rigging.
0: That's what I thought. I'll meet you at the docks this afternoon.
3: That fast, eh? Well,
1: I guess we better get settled. I'm ready to go. Are you not?
3: Hmm. And and Cobb just kind of looks at uh, looks at Penelope. This is gonna be a real. This is gonna be a real fast crash course. I think you can do it.
1: Penelope makes eye contact with Cobb and just slowly starts shoving a croissant into her mouth. Oh <laughs> no! Good.
3: That's okay. We'll get. We'll get you. We'll get you up and running in. Uh, well, I guess a few hours then.
0: Clara hesitates a moment,
3: and then she reaches
0: down to grab a pastry from Penelope's plate and walks away.
1: <laughs> Rude.
3: I know, isn't that so terrible?
1: <sighs> I mean, it was right in front of me.
3: Who, who could put up with somebody like that?
1: Well, I guess we better win. I don't know anything about boats, so... Hmm.
3: That's okay, I'll teach you. Origin Island's not too far
1: from here. How long of a ride is it? The full circle takes about three days. Oh.
0: To go out to Origin Island back.
1: And I assume Pollyanna probably won't want to come along.
0: I mean, she mostly didn't like the fact that that one was slimy and covered in spikes.
2: Mm. Cover, slimy, covered in spikes, at a forty-five
1: degree angle. Yeah, all kinds of bad. There
0: were a lot of things about the last boat that were not ideal.
3: Uh, it's it's fine. I've tr- I've transported all sorts of of creatures on boats before. She'll be fine.
1: She 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 better be. You know, she's. She's a one of a kind. Um she's you know, she's she's Pollyanna. I got to make sure it's super comfy and I'll I'll I can I'll, I'll set up a space for her. So what do, gang?
3: Well, obviously Cobb needs to get the uh, the rest of the crew uh ship ready. And as he sort of like montage. Uh, well, I mean, he's got what about like 3 hours to do this? Um Three or four. All right. Well, everybody get to uh, finish your breakfast. We're going down to the harbor. I want to see this boat that we're borrowing.
1: I shove three more croissants into my bag before we leave. Okay. You have an inventory
0: of three croissants. Yes. Okay. This is important. Actually, legitimately, I need to make sure that you don't use four croissants to solve problems.
3: <laughs> Cobb is going to pour the rest of his coffee into his wine skin.
0: So you guys go down to the docks to see Marcus deep in conversation with a pair of people. One of them is Brid, the tracker that you met earlier, or rather that Tissa met earlier, and the other one is a much older woman. She's got mostly gray hair. She was clearly once of average height, but she's stooped and shrunk. She's dressed in warm, comfortable, casual clothes. Marcus! Hi! And he turns around and waves you over. Oh, hi, Brad. Bryth <laughs> waves. Pleasure to see you again, Tissa. So,
2: how is everyone today?
0: Um, my day has been quite all right. Thank you very much for asking, Tissa, Marcus says. and I was, um informed by uh, by our engineer
3: of um, well, her challenge.
2: Yeah, she did that. She did that, yeah. Yeah,
3: she said something about uh, yeah, a, a quick race. Uh, what? She also mentioned that uh, you have a ship for us?
0: Um, I have made arrangements, yes. This is Sally. And the the old lady waves her little hand and hello Hi Sally.
3: Pleasure to meet you, ma'am.
0: It's lovely to meet you all too. Marcus here says you need to borrow my son's ship. We do. And she motions toward just a sweet little clipper. It's not a it's not a huge ship. It's definitely seen better days, but it is absolutely seaworthy. This little baby is called Drusilla's yawn.
2: You actually did it.
0: Of course, I actually
3: did it. I'm it was goodbye, it everybody. Was, no, I'm dead.
0: It was my son's before he passed away unexpectedly.
3: Your son, Brooke? Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> no one is going to understand that. That's why Cat didn't make that joke. <laughs> That's why I did it for you.
0: She just carried on. (laughs) Well, it's just about all I've got left of him now. And Marcus is kind of nodding along.
1: Yep. Are Are you sure you're okay with us using your son's boat? Oh, I'm
0: sure he'd be happy to know it was going out for one more race. He loved to race this boat.
1: Well, we'll we'll take good care of it
0: besides Marcus here has promised he'd accompany the boat and make sure it gets back
1: to me safe huh
0: and Marcus nods because he did do that
1: well, thank you Marcus that's that's good because I, I I'm gonna be honest with you I'm not gonna be a helpful ship member I don't understand boats
3: it's all right I hope you're I hope you're a little better suited to the the open seas than. The rest of my compatriots here. It's going to be gonna be rough, just me and, uh... I've been... Me and Penelope.
2: ...on a book before.
0: Cobbler, we sailed together. Cobbler, we literally met on a... No. I will do my best to help out. I have been given full license to do so by my subordinate. Brid here will be adjudicating. The first person to present her with the flower will...
1: All right, sounds like a fair match. Uh, so...
2: I need to go to the library to figure out what the flower looks like.
0: Okay. So Tissa is doing some research, and I'm assuming Cobb and Penelope are beginning their boat boot camp. Boat camp?
3: Yes, it is time for boat camp.
0: Boat camp. I think what I'm going to do is... I'm going to ask Cobb to roll me Understanding Survival
3: Nautical. Cobb can do this thing. Cobb got two successes and one edge success. Which Cobb is going to take that edge success because he really does want to win this. Because he's not going to lose to some dumb nerd boat.
0: (laughs) So yeah, I think three successes, you are able to get her everything but ocean jargon. So she knows more or less what she needs to do and with what, but she's still probably a little shaky on what you call stuff.
1: I have my own terms for it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you're keeping that edge success. Penelope has her own terms for things. <laughs> she does not know four from aft.
3: This is going to be interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. So Tissa you find that the flower called the Conqueror's Coin features prominently in local legends. Mm -hmm. It is said to only grow on Origin Island, which is the southernmost tip of an archipelago not far from here. Mm -hmm. Um, It's said to be the place where a famed conqueror finally chose to lay down their sword, and it is carpeted, the old temple there, In small golden flowers that are kind of like an orchid, they have a large petal and several smaller ones. Mm -hmm. The large round petal being gold in color. And it grows close to the ground. Does it only grow in the temple?
2: Yes. Okay. Um, Are there maps of the
0: island or... Yep, there are some maps of the island.
2: So I guess what I I am trying to see, like, okay, so we are going to get to the place but when we're on the island we're also going to need to get to the temple as quick as possible like what um do you want me to roll like something to uh see how good i research
0: yeah give me an understanding navigation so four successes four successes is a lot so the answer to that is yeah you research extremely good Awesome. And when we when we get to the island, I'm going to be I'm going to be keeping you abreast of where you are and what's there. OK, cool. OK, so are you going to go join boat camp?
2: Um, I think that if I have done that, I probably also want to maybe buy some like supplies or something and then okay. join boat camp.
0: So, buying supplies means it's time to put together a survival pool. So, our big strong ocean boy automatically adds one to the survival pool. And otherwise, everybody roll me survival nautical with whatever facet makes sense for shopping.
1: Daring.
3: Cobb is going to, yeah, Cobb is going to use his adaptability because he's, he wants to make sure that we've got something for everything just in case, uh, like anything happens at sea, or, you know, we have some uh, untrained, shall we say, on the ship. So, you know, maybe something for them in case somebody gets seasick or, you know, decides to drink sea water and you're not supposed to do that.
0: Okay. All right. So, adaptability, survival nautical.
3: And Cobb ruled really poorly. All he gets is his one bonus.
1: Oh no, bummer. Mm. Yeah. Penelope.: I am also going to... um I'm going to use understanding uh, just because I just went to kind of like a, a boot camp, so understanding, uh, I think, is what I'm going to use. And Uh, one success. Okay,
0: one success, Tissa.
1: Well, Kathleen
2: is going to roll understanding because it's Tissa's best uh, facet.
0: Okay, understanding makes sense for this roll anyway.
2: <laughs> um, looks like three successes and one edge.
3: I'm glad somebody's paying attention today because the rest of us aren't.
0: <laughs> Let's see. Um, if you keep this edge success. I'm definitely going to hit you with some unexpected repairs.
2: Uh, Let's just keep the three then.
0: Okay. So we have got a total of five. Has one of you guys got this? Yep. Okay. All right. So boat camp is concluded. Penelope has been given her crash course. Marcus has been kind of just... Sipping his coffee and chatting with um, Salah and Brid. And Tissa has been doing research. And the time has come
3: for the beginning of the race.
1: Mm.
3: So uh, how many other people do we have on the ship? Is it just like the five of us? Or do we have some like extra help?
0: I'm going to say there are two additional hands.
3: Okay. So we're we're going to need some help from everybody here, seeing as a uh, clipper's kind of a big ship. Is it? Have I just shipped bad? Uh, clippers usually have three masts and are, they are very fast. They are, they are very, very fast. Uh, they are usually like a crew of 25, though. I might have shipped
0: bad then, because what we're looking at is normally something like, uh, maybe a
3: crew of eight to 12. So it would just be a, like a really fast, like, uh, A fast boat. Cutter or something like that. A
0: cutter. That was the word I was looking for. I didn't boat that bad. I remembered that it was a verb form. It's a cur. (laughs) It's a cur. A cur. You're a cur. I,
3: I, Cobb did, Cobb kind of does wish it was a clipper because that'd be a really nice boat, but it'd be a real nice boat. Excuse me. Sorry. Apologies to all you OG sailors out there.
0: Apologies indeed. I mean, your GM has definitely messed up what boats are in her, I mean. Ship. Prep. Come on, aren't you from like yeah.
3: over where people do that?
0: Yeah. So my birth certificate says, which means I am beyond reproach. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then.
0: Despite how long I've lived on the prairies, <laughs> my sea credentials are beyond reproach. <laughs> very good it's just kind of the way of the Canadian Atlantic is (laughs) no matter no matter how long you haven't lived there you're still Atlantic um so the time comes for the race you have got a crew of we're gonna say seven you've got three hands you've got Tissa, and Penelope and you've got Marcus who is going to be helping Sal is a little old for all this adventure, but thank you. And Brid is going to be waiting on the docks to referee this. And eventually up pulls the icebreaker. Hmm. Clara is dressed in her full uh, her full dress uniform. This is an important occasion. She's defending her honor. She's got her hands on her little hips there. And she holds out a hand to you, Cobb. May the best sailor win.
3: May the best sailor win. Good luck.
0: Your boat's so shiny. Good luck. Thank you. Isn't it lovely?
1: It is very lovely. <laughs> Thank you, Grabby. I may it's... have had you all wrong. <laughs> if if you're okay with it, it's red, if you don't mind. I am sorry um, about the grabbing. No, I haven't painted it yet. It's oh. still kind of silver in color. Oh, no, no, no. You... my My name... You can Oh yes. It's a pleasure to meet you, Red. Please don't ever pick me up. Understandable. Uh, and she again, holds a
0: hand out to you.
1: <laughs> again, I'm 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 sorry. I I don't have the best reactions in stress situations. Don't tell
0: anyone else. She is
1: still holding her hand out and you're <laughs> just kind of <laughs> I eventually notice and, and shake her hand. Excellent.
0: Please take good care of my commanding officer.
1: Oh oh we will.
0: That sounded ominous.
1: <laughs> I think everything Penelope says sounds ominous.
0: <laughs> yeah, like Penelope, Penelope just has a way of making things sound creepier than they are.
1: <laughs> I'm going to get the coffee.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Marcus is kind of, he raises his coffee to you guys as you guys are having your handshake. Now, the rules are simple go to origin island retrieve the conqueror's coin give it to nice brid over there and Brid waves her hand a little bit from where she's standing next to marcus and
1: win for honor for honor for honor best of luck everybody good luck so
0: clara gets up the gangplank back onto her ship
1: you mean the tippy-tap steps.
3: Exactly. <laughs>
1: See, I got this, Cobb.
3: <gasps> Cobb just kind <laughs> of like, just, <laughs> it has the like pursed lips and just kind of staring directly at, uh, at Penelope and just sort of like slowly nodding. Let's go.
0: <laughs> okay. So the crew climbs aboard Drusilla's yawn and it is time to weigh anchor got my fist in the air. I'm very, I'm amped about boat race. Mm.
3: Very exciting. It's boat time. Heck
0: yeah. Britt and Sala are waving to you guys from the pier. Full on bon voyage. Bye. Marcus has got a map out. He's just kind of glancing it over.
2: And Tissa is looking very, like has a very determined posture with the kind of like quiet panic of something that you used to do all of the time when you were a kid but haven't done in decades
0: oh yeah no i know that feeling (laughs) and marcus kind of gives you a look it's kind of a like look what we've got ourselves into look I think he recognizes that you are also just kind of getting dragged into this like he
3: is. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised you're working against your uh, your new technology. Mm.
0: Um. Well, I don't particularly have a stake in the reputation of Clara's work. And it was important to me that you not steal this very nice lady's ship.
3: Cobb just kind of, like, shrugs at that. He's not going to deny it. He's also <laughs> he's... not going to not... Anyways.
0: And I'm not very well going to be around to supervise and not actually make myself useful.
3: And and Clara's okay with you working against her?
0: Yes. Okay.
3: I mean, as long she's as confident,
0: there's... She's confident enough in her ship.
3: As long as there's no hard feelings.
0: Not at all. Well... Sometimes she just has hard feelings about things. It can't be helped.
3: Well, we've got a little bit of a sail ahead of us, so here, help me with the rigging. We're going to get, we'll get us up and running. And Cobb is going to uh, motion over for Marcus to help him sort of get everything, uh, get the sails, all that fun stuff up.
0: And Marcus kind of
3: shrugs out of his jacket and gets up to help.
1: Oh, you guys are working the windy threads? Do you need help?
3: Yes, the windy threads. Give us a hand over here. Did
1: you not teach
0: her the word
3: rope? I did. She She learns what she wants to learn.
1: She has one on her belt. I can see it from here.
3: I'm not arguing with you.
1: Penelope actually ties some pretty some pretty decent knots, but <laughs> Actually, Penelope would be
0: good at knots. Yep. Yeah yeah I mean, like i don't i don't doubt that she is <laughs> but windy threads Person, you're a word criminal <laughs> you've done crime <laughs> you need to go to word jail, so <laughs> it is time to weigh anchor. Pollyanna is aboard she's um kind of clopping around on the deck. she has got no desire to go below, but occasionally she kind of. Flops her wings out for balance. she's not used to this, but seems to be having a pretty good time.
1: I made a way too fussy uh, spot for her with like flowers and hay and stuff and
0: she's eaten most of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't need it that it's it,
2: Penelope was overindulgent. It's one of those things that you do for you rather than someone else. Yeah.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Pollyanna's kind of like Hanging out with Tissa, watching everyone climbing. Tissa, what are you doing as uh as the yawn weighs anchor?
2: Uh, is probably just like taking stock of the ship. It's probably the biggest one she's ever been on. And like, sort of like thinking like, okay, what are people doing? What do I remember about being on ships? And probably just hoping that someone will tell her what to do.
0: Okay, and is anybody telling Tissa what to do? Well,
3: it seems like with the the rest of the crew, uh, Cobb is is pretty, you know, we're not, like, nothing's too choppy or anything like that, so um, enjoy the ride, Tissa. So
0: this is how this is going to work. I've broken the race down into five legs. Each leg is going to have a survival check, a navigation check, and a third storyline problem. You get one point for each of these, and whichever ship has the most number of points when all five legs are finished is the winner. All right. I have set difficulties for each leg. The first leg of the journey is over open ocean. It's the direct route. Over the archipelago. It is a straight shot, which means a couple things. It means that navigation is challenging. You haven't got a ton to go by. It's day. And second, the wind is virtually non existent. You guys are not straight up becalmed, but the wind is not favorable and you're not catching a ton of it. And the icebreaker catches a fairly early lead. So, here's what I'm going to say. Like, the party has to choose who's making these rolls, but anyone can make them. For the survival rolls, I will let you take from your pool.
1: Okay. So we can take from the pool or roll a survival? Yes. Okay. And can we use magic, or is it has to be straight sailing?
0: Oh, you can use magic. Yeah,
1: you can defo use magic. Because I'm thinking of using uh, one of my spell pieces, wind, to kind of get those sails a little more plumped up. Okay. So, the local spell pieces are... Hey. hmm
3: No magic. What? We're doing this as sailors. We're not doing this as rangers.
1: Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, well. Oh, okay. You sure?
3: Absolutely.
1: Cobb is...
3: Uh, He's not an overly proud individual, but he is definitely proud of being a sailor.
0: He's got his honor as a sailor.
1: All right, Cobb. I kind of place my hands back down on my my hips and start winding the threads again.
0: (laughs) Horrible, by the way. I need you to understand that that was a bad thing that you said and that it was a crime. Okay. (laughs) So, um, let's make those survival and navigation rolls. First of all, what facets are being? No, first of all, who's making rolls? I don't have
1: navigation.
2: If I do understanding navigation, I have seven dice,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I got four successes on research. So, like,
3: yeah, we'll let we'll let Tissa do navigation. She's mm-hmm. very good at that. Cobb is yeah. passable at navigation,
1: not as good as Tissa. And yeah, I have no navigation. So yeah.
0: That's definitely got uh, our real dad, Marcus, beat as well. So, Tissa, roll us in navigation. All right. One plus two.
2: That's three successes.
0: Three successes. Okay. You are confident of your direction. You have seen the maps of this archipelago, and you have an excellent sense of direction. You know where you're going. You're on more or less a beeline to the the portion of the archipelago they call the Conqueror's Valley. So my next question is the survival check.
3: Cobb can handle that because he gets his bonus success. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, two successes. Cobb's not been rolling real great today. Two successes will do the trick, though.
0: You manage to keep the yawn running smoothly and... Tissa keeps it pointed in the right direction, and you are not moving particularly quickly. You're at the mercy of unfavorable winds, but you are making better time, perhaps, than could be expected. Around the time the sun begins to set, Cobb, you hear a voice. You hear a familiar voice. It is the Dalith title Augustine who... You don't hear often, usually when you are at sea. And what you hear is typical of Augustine. My friend, both my friends, listen, listen, both my friends. And just those words in a stream, scrambled around, reversed sometimes, just repeating. My friend, both my friends, listen.
3: Okay, okay, we're we're a little busy here, but... Sure. Cobb is just saying this out loud to nobody, by the way. way uh,
2: oh, who's talking?
3: Uh it's title Augustine. Oh. It's oh. Saying uh listen, pay attention. No, just listen. I suppose hmm. we should pay attention. Oh at neat. Mentioning two people though. Um and, and Cobb kind of looks at the other people. No one else here is a tidal navigator, are they?
0: No, um, neither of the sailors have ever been to the altar world. Um,
3: is Clara? She didn't seem the type.
0: No, uh, Clara is a crusader, like myself.
3: Okay, well, maybe... Hence Gaius Ascendant.
2: I, yeah, now it makes sense.
3: Hmm. I wonder if that's just a turn of phrase, or if there is another one of us out here. Well, uh, keep your eyes open. Here, Tissa, I'll uh, uh, Cobb is going to toss Tissa his uh, spyglass. Yeah, keep, keep an eye out for it. Uh Um, keep an eye out there for us, will you?
2: Oh, okay, yeah. And she is <laughs> very pleased like... to have a job.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, I was just gonna say you sound extremely excited. <laughs> She's got her spyglass, she's got her eyes out on the ocean. She's looking at
2: the stars occasionally to see where she is. This is all feeling like very familiar to her, actually.
3: Oh yes, you are the navigator. Uh take care of this for me as well. And and Cobb also has a sextant, which he will which he will give uh give give Tissa to uh to to hold on, to help out with her job.
0: Now My question is, Tizza, have you ever navigated by means of a sextant before? Hmm.
2: Like, growing up, it would have been small fishing boats that probably navigated a lot by sight, that never went, like, out of, well, I don't know, probably did never go, like, much, if at all, out of sight of land. So, And then the desert would have been... Mostly stars, so probably doesn't know what to do. In fact, like, holds the sextant upside down at first, realizes that that's not the way it goes, and, like, is definitely clearly experimenting.
0: Marcus kind of uh, waves Penelope over to his place uh, on the ropes and offers to, to show you how a sextant is used.
2: Oh, Okay. So it has something to do with angles, but
0: it has everything to do with angles.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: and, and so, while leaving Penelope to do um, to do his portion of the the rope work, Marcus is gonna he's gonna take a moment to to show you how to line stars up, line up the horizon, mm-hmm. use it. I mean. It acts largely as a supplement to kind of what you already knew about star navigation. Mm-hmm. It just kind of serves to, to quantify and um, make solid things that were maybe a little hazier when you're just kind of looking up.
2: Okay, yeah. Or like sort of rules that she had figured out intuitively being like, oh, there's a thing that you can
0: measure yeah. this with. Exactly. So, um, how's Penelope doing?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm watching the, or I'm doing, I'm on the side Marcus, uh, motion me too. And, um, I'm kind of, you know, staring out at the water as well. I'm actually going to see, um, I'm just going to roll a, I guess it'd be, what, sensitivity... I don't have, Uh, I guess it's just a sensitivity roll to see what I, what I see. If there's anything of, um, of interest. Ooh, an edge success. (laughs) And that is
0: all. You see something. I suppose I should, uh, give you the, the option. Um, I mean, you're going to see something. You're going to see something Mm -hmm. if you keep the edge success. And the the fact that that's what I'm saying and how I'm saying it should uh, be indicative
1: of something. Uh, I, I think I'm going to let go of the edge success. Okay. All right. So you see nothing.
0: And nightfall happens and you make it to the Valley of the Conqueror. This portion of the archipelago is surrounded by high cliffs, small islands, most of them not large enough for a settlement, but built out of high plateaus that tower above the ship. And there's numerous, countless small islands between that and the shoals, you're navigating what is effectively a seaborne born maze. Hmm. So let's um, let's start by making those rolls.
1: All right.
3: They uh, said, and uh, what did what did uh, does Cobb need his survival again? Or
0: oh, well, you need to make a survival roll and a navigation roll.
2: Four successes for understanding navigation. Four. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I you're... have seven dice.
3: Yeah, this is true. This is, is very good at finding things.
0: Yeah, you had enough time to study the map of this archipelago. You know exactly where you are.
3: Yeah, hey, Cobb not- got uh, two successes and one edge success.
0: Okay. Two successes is actually what I needed on this leg. All right, then we'll take the two successes. So the winds have started to pick up, and you're able to to harness them to get the ship moving. And Tissa knows exactly where you guys are going. Mark is actually kind of like blinks because he's traditionally the navigator and he's like, he's legitimately impressed.
2: The coral doesn't get this far out of here, so they have really good maps. Mm. Really good maps. And the stars are really bright out here. It's a nice, clear night. Mm
1: hmm.
0: It may not be for long, though, and Marcus points at a section of the horizon that's gone, starless and dark.
3: Well, I hope that we don't have to go that direction, then. That doesn't
2: look like—I don't think we do. So, I guess this is a question of how fast that comes in.
0: So, I have a couple questions for you guys. Um, it
1: is the middle of the night. Is party sleep? Hmm. We could sleep in shifts, I guess, but then— uh,
2: we would still need... I think that this has awakened something of pilgrimage mode for Tissa. I think that she's going to want to stay up.
3: We can't be up too too much because we will uh, we will end up crashing sometime tomorrow. So when we can, let, let's make sure that we at least get a little bit of sleep. Marcus, if you'd like to take, uh, if you'd like to, I guess, sleep first.
0: Thank you for the hospitality. And he retreats below for, uh...
3: You were below for a couple hours sleep. This is the first time Cobb has been back out on a ship in a while, so he's still riding high.
1: Yay. Pollyanna is asleep. Oh, yeah, she's probably been sleeping for a while.
0: Nestled her nose into one of her wings and just gone to nap like a giant pigeon with antlers. <laughs> and can I get sensitivity rules from you guys? And as usual, let me know what exactly you're looking for.
1: I guess sensitivity humanity? Signs of okay. of people activity in our mists, like, you know, other ships and stuff.
2: Mm. Uh let's do sensitivity tracking since uh Cobb asked me to
1: look for stuff. And I got a edge success.
0: <laughs> oh. No. Kirsten. you got have- You
3: fail.
2: Yep. I also got an edge success. Okay,
0: Mr. Cobbler.
3: Uh, Let's see. Come here, dice roller. Cobb has uh, two successes, one edge success.
0: Two successes is going to be enough. You see something peculiar against the side of one of these plateaus. Just a great shadow that as you are looking directly at it, moves. And the sound of a loud splash, like someone open palms slapping a basin of water, it jets away from the side of the plateau toward you. And with two, you can see the other one approaching from the other side. And they both hover on midair basically silhouettes long and sharp and curved like the outline of a saber pitch black against the reflected lantern light on the ocean and they stop in midair and one of them presses itself out almost as if it were unfurling two-dimensional wings as if it just un- folded itself or spread itself out and on the inside of this shape are two brilliant white luminous eye spots that flash at you.
3: Ah,
0: jeez. All hands on deck. And I think that's going to be where we're going to call it for this week.
1: That's what we call a cliffhanger. (laughs) Uh. So the time has come for memories. Memories.
0: Hey. Share your memories with me. I feed on them. I need them for food.
1: Uh I have I have two memories, one as a character and one as a player. My memory as a player is um uh, I like the idea of Tissa like looking at the sextant and basically being like, huh? But then like getting it within like minutes. Because like, yeah, she got this. I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, as a character, I feel like I bonded a bit with with Cobb when he was teaching me the the stuff about you know floaty things. Did you unlearn the word "ship?
3: <laughs> Just for you, Cap.
1: <laughs> I had to add one more word crime. I mean, at a certain point, it's like I'm getting on a plane am <laughs> am I, I going to be under like? Eight life sentences? You know, what, what, what more? Double jeopardy. You can't
2: try me twice. I'm enjoying to get to see Cobb um, step up to a leadership position a little bit or, like, sort of get to be in his element.
0: Yeah, I'm also digging that.
3: I like being able to, uh, myself and Cobb, both like um, giving everybody else fun things to do on the ship. Uh, Cobb Cob is enjoying sharing the his love of of uh, his maritime um, life with with his new crew.
0: That's lovely.
3: Also, Penelope keeps stealing things.
0: <laughs> she does keep stealing, <laughs> she keeps stealing things. I steal things as much as steal. you do. Yeah, <laughs> more
2: than. Uh, Penelope has stolen more things than Cobb has. On, uh, in, in this, uh, in this podcast so far, everything that Cobb has stolen has been sort of, like, implied stealing in the past.
0: Now who's the real pirate?
1: <laughs> Turns out I was a pirate all along.
0: Ocean thief. <laughs> <laughs> Aboard the good floaty thing, Drusilla's <laughs> yacht.
3: <laughs> Penelope can be a sky pirate.
0: Penelope can absolutely be a sky pirate.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, I have to mention, has has, has Penelope adopted Tissa's nickname for her?
1: <laughs> yeah. I got that, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Penelope, like, she's used to not being called by her, like, given name anymore. It's like, mm-hmm. No, it's cool. <laughs> I mean, given the
0: choice between red and grabby.
1: Admittedly, both are pretty apt. Penelope hungers
3: for nicknames.
0: (laughs) Nicknames and other people's food.
3: (laughs) In equal measure.
0: Okay. Um, Thanks, as always, you guys, for playing with me. Thank you, audience, for for being with us in this trying time. Um, Yeah, we know you're out
3: there. We do... We've seen we've seen the 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 metrics. We know you're there, and thanks. It means a lot to us.
0: Yeah, absolutely does, does. and we love you. We We do. Big hugs. Huge, huge hugs. Um. Oh yeah, this is the part where I say that you can check us out on Twitter at Peach Garden RPGs. You can visit us on our website at peachgardengames.com. Use the form on the website to let us know about your story. Share your memories with us and we'll incorporate them into memory time.
3: Yeah, it'll be great. Or, you know, if you just want to lurk, that's cool too. We love you just the same.
0: Absolutely, we do. See you next time. Bye, friends.
2: Bye.
3: That outro was way too good. We need to screw it up real fast. Quick.